Welcome everyone, Arthur Bablis here. Congratulations for getting to the Personal Evolution Show, the podcast, part of the Evolve from the Inside Out community. And we're gonna be coming to you, we're gonna be having discussions, we're gonna have conversations. And the whole purpose is to get you thinking about your thinking. We're gonna ask you some questions so you can discover decisions that you need to make in order for you to start moving your life forward. How do you bring in more joy, more happiness, more success into your life? You see, leadership success, happiness, it doesn't just happen, it's cause and effect. In this podcast, we're going to be sharing with you modern sciences, traditional wisdom, spiritual laws, you have blending modalities from NLP, hypnosis, kinesiology, energy work. We're going to share with you what we've learned over the last 30 years in this wonderful field to help you to discover that essence inside of you and ask yourself the questions to help you to break through. Here's a question. Who would you be? What would you do? And how would you feel if you already had blank? Think about that. This podcast is going to help you fill in the blanks. This is Arthur Bablis. Okay, good evening, everyone. Arthur Bablisi, welcome to the Personal Evolution Show, the podcast and the Personal Evolution community, the coaching community here that we've got on Facebook, the group. And this show is here for you. You know, we've come together because we're bringing together like-minded people, people who share the same values, the same vision, the same virtues. And we're sharing with you, sharing with you the things that we've experienced over the last 25, 30 years in this field of complementary medicine, personal growth, um, and, just, and just having conversations, having discussions. Um, uh, and the whole point is really to help each one of us here on our own individual journey, the journey of our personal growth, our personal evolution, and to rise up. And what does that mean? And I mean, what's the purpose of you being here? We talked about that last week, right? So, so this is our second our video cast, the podcast. I did attempt, I did attempt to do a, a podcast on Wednesday night and drop it in on Thursday and I had a challenge with my tech so I thought you know what I'll, 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 I'll leave this topic for Sunday night so guys I just want to make sure that uh, people can hear me so let's just see who's online just give us some comments so now that you're online so we got a couple of views online tell us who's here uh, tell us where you're tuning in from um, and you know if you could wave a magic wand and you'd want to have a discussion about something what would that be you know, what, what, what are the discussions that you'd like to have here on this podcast um, as a group? And uh, so we can, I suppose, challenge our thinking. You know, I've always said, with all the work that we do, if you want results in life that you never had before, you need to do the things in life that you've never done before. And to do the things in life that you've never done before, you need to think in, in life in a way that you've never thought before. See, that's the paradox. Right? How can you think about what you never thought of if you never thought of not only what it is that you think, but how it is that you think that thought? Think about that for a moment. So really, this podcast, the work that we've been doing over the last 25, 30 years is work that that helps, I suppose, us challenge ourselves. We, we have conversations, we have discussions, and you notice my iPad's going over the place, I'm already getting messages to, to talk in different ways. Um, we have conversations, we ask questions, so you can discover, we can discover, all of us can discover indi individually the decisions that we need to make in order to start moving our life forward and start bringing more of the things which are important to us. You know, bringing more love, you know, the most powerful emotion that anyone can experience on the planet. It just collapses everything. Bring more love in your life, more joy in your life, more, more compassion in your life, more, more, more depth. I mean, what do, what do people want more of? I mean, what bands us together? If we asked everyone here, individual question, we've got people here, we've got Magdalena in here, which is great. Sounds good, uh, sounds okay. Michael's here, Ben here is here. Ben, great to have you here, mate. It's been a long time. Trust you and Chrissy doing fine and the, and the family's good. Thanks for following and joining in tonight. So, and so great, so we've got some people here. So, you know, what do we all want? 
what bands together. We all want more of something, right? Whatever is important to us. But I think if, you, if we chunked up and we took uh, an elevator to a top floor and we looked at what we all want, I think we all want more depth of our experience here on this planet, more connection, more vibrancy, um, more love as I said, the one emotion that collapses everything. And so we're on this journey of our own personal healing. You know, we, we manifest in our physical body uh, illnesses, diseased states, and, and they're all signs from somewhere for us to actually pay attention while we do this life on this planet. And I know that all of you understand what it is that we're talking about because if you didn't, you probably wouldn't be on this podcast. We've got Sophia here as well. Hey, Sophia, great to have you on board. So we're getting people from all over Australia here um, having a chat with us. And so look, if you've got any questions, just post the questions in so we can have a look at, um, you know, what you're thinking and if anything that we're saying is actually striking a chord or you agree with or not agree with now. See, that was a cheeky language pattern, right? Those who've done the training with me as an embedded command. And yeah, look, it's interesting. What do you want to get in your life? I mean, what do you focus on? Because we get what we focus on. See, that's the, that's the, the secret, right? To live life intentionally, live life purposefully, live life consciously. And many times we do that. Many times we do that when we're very clear what we want to achieve. We set, I suppose, an outcome. We set a line in the sand or we set a goal out there. And we, last week we talked about growth and evolution. Choose. I mean, progress is guaranteed. Is growth guaranteed though? I mean, we progress in life as a, as a species, as an, as an individual, as an animal. Chronologically, we get older and older. But do we grow? How do you know you've grown? And what's presupposed in growth? You know, what, what is evolution? And we talked about that last week. And, and so what we really want to talk about is probably chunk that down a little bit tonight and say, well, if we're going to grow and transform, where does transformation start? Because a lot of people look at transformation from outside. We talked about last week the extrinsic things that people want to acquire. They, they set some you know, goals for themselves. It's great. It's important to have an outcome. It's important to set some goals. It's important to actually strive to have some dreams and aspirations to be able to achieve the things which we all want in our life. But you know, we posed the question last week, is the goal the goal? What is the real goal? Is the destination the goal? Or is the destination the person that you become along the pathway of achieving that goal so who is it that you need to become in order to achieve the things that you want because that's the ultimate goal and i think if we understand that and you know we might take a deeper dive next time talk about the law of precession that you know we have a goal and quantum physics says that when we set a path to a specific uh, perspective uh, a, a, another path exists which is completely 90 degrees to that there's a, a, a kinetic force which is generated where you, you know there, uh, there's another pathway which is 90 degrees to that so you might end up completely somewhere different to the goal and that may well be your destiny but you wouldn't have got there if you never set that goal and maybe that destiny is the person you become because ultimately when you become the person that you were destined to become man whatever you have in your life whoever is in your life whoever you share your, this life with whatever you've created the way you live on this planet the experience of life well that's just beauty you're living in can words explain it you know you know when you attempt to describe things and you have no words for it it's like, you know, when you meet people, you know, you can meet people that 
Sometimes you just connect with someone, sometimes you don't connect with someone. In both cases, yeah, maybe you've had a past experience with them. We'll talk about past lives in another podcast and, and the lessons from the past. But whenever you experience things, whether it's a connection with someone, maybe it's an event that you go to, maybe it's a situation where suddenly it just happens. It's, it's in flow. It just Everything just happens the way it needs to happen because it always is doing that. And you're in that moment and time is, well, suspended. Can you describe that feeling? I mean, when you get to a point where you're lost for words, where you're just being, maybe this point now. You know, I was having a conversation with a friend earlier today and, and I was looking out on the ocean because, I mean, I'm blessed that my apartment here is right on the esplanade here in Cronulla and the beach is on the other side of my studio. In fact, my studio, if you wanted to see where we operate from, here's what we do. So this is what we've put together so we can come to you. Not only with this podcast, with all our training and everything else. Let me get back into this room, <laughs> right? So on the other side of this is, is, is the ocean. And I was having a conversation with this person and they asked me a question. And they were anticipating an answer, right? And I just got lost in watching the ocean and watching the waves come in. And in that moment, it's like, well, did that moment disappear? No, I just got suspended in that moment. You know when you get lost in those moments? Can you describe those moments? And I think I'm making that point because tonight we're going to be talking about this transformation, this growth. If there were four keys to it or four steps to it, what would those steps be and what are we focusing those steps on? Because I think when you're in that moment, you're coherent, you're congruent, you're aligned, your mind, your heart, your body have all become one. And you've just, it's like, like osmosis, right? You've just become part of the global consciousness of that moment, that energy, and you're just experiencing stuff, whatever that stuff may be. I don't know if you agree with me, just, just put in the chat, let's see some people agree, let's just see some interaction. Yeah, we've got some viewers here. I wanna see some comments. You know, this podcast will probably go for about 40 minutes, uh, 45 minutes, won't go longer than that. And, and so when you transform, when you evolve, when you heal, I want you to understand, well, I want to ask you, where does it all start? If, if you could tell me, just put in the chat, tell me, where does it all start? Dean's saying oneness, yeah, it's oneness, that connection, absolutely. Where does it all start? Where does transformation start where does healing start because this is an inside job guys it's not an outside job we attempt to tr transform the outside of ourselves not only the outside of this shell this body but the outside of our experience here on this planet in terms of the houses we live in the places we live in the interactions the communications the connections the relationships that we have but where does it all start? It starts from within. And I think when we say it all starts within, all healing starts with the heart. And I want you to understand this, because if we're talking about the heart, you know, research shows, right? Some of you have done some training with us, and we talked about heart math, and, and maybe some of you have already done some training with them, have read some of their books, or got some, some of their equipment that can measure your heart rate variability. Heart math. They've done some research and they show that the electrical activity of the heart 
is 5,000 times greater. The heart elicits or emits, I should say, 5,000. Some books say 50,000. That's a big difference, right? But let's say five to 50,000 times extra the electrical activity of the brain. Now, I want you to think about that because when you walk in the room, a room, you connect with someone on the phone or face-to-face or you present yourself somewhere. People can feel what's in your heart well before they can pick up what you're thinking. You know, how many times you've been somewhere and people just walk in the room and think, oh, I just know what that person's thinking. Maybe they give you a certain look, whatever the case is. It's a mind read that's coming from you. What are you picking up on? Are you picking up on the brain waves? Well, you, maybe. I mean, what's that? Psychic or ESP, I can mind read. But what about the heart waves? Because we pick up what's in someone's heart well before what's in someone's brain. So I think the heart is the first place that we need to look to, to heal. And talking about heart math, we're talking about emotions, right? What are the emotions of congruent, again, when you're congruent and, and you're coherent and your heart, your mind, your heart, your body, your soul is all aligned. Now, they've measured emotional states. They've graphed them. And when you look at someone who's experienced an episode of, you know, five to ten minutes of anger, frustration, resentment, irritation. If you see the graph, it's like a jagged edge, up and down jagged edge. It's a red jagged edge, quite sharp. And that indicates a highly active sympathetic nervous system. So you've got all the stress hormones which are released in the body, the cortisol, the adrenaline. And all these tend to then create dis-ease states within this physiological body. So, you know, we're, we're ready uh, faced with challenges from that perspective because of that physiological challenge simply because of we experienced that emotional state and they've shown that five to ten minutes of anger frustration irritation this jagged edge can depress your immune system up to five to six hours now what you think about that depressing your immune system by five to six hours guys I'm just checking the time <laughs> five to six hours before it comes back to where it was five minutes of anger and frustration Depress your immune system five to six hours. What about five days of anger, stress and frustration or irritation? What about five years? What happens to people hold on to repressed anger, frustration, and they don't deal with it? They don't let it go. They hold on to the expectations of what should have happened and they've shut it all over their life. And that expectation leads to their suffering, leads to their pain. Within the pain, is the opportunity for them to transform it into power. But it's still pointing the finger and saying, because of that, I'm like this. They're going to be suffering. And the only reason, well, the, the only way they will get to a point where they'll heal within the heart is letting it go. You don't have to understand it, guys. You just have to accept it. Because in acceptance, you let go. And when you let go, you let go of the expectation, let go of the suffering, suddenly everything collapses. You know, what's the one antidote? The one antidote to anger and fear? Grace, gratitude, being blessed for the experiences that you have in your life. Now, sometimes it just doesn't friggin' make sense. Life deals you a curveball. Well, how do you handle that curveball is? Because I get how we can fall back into our past coping mechanisms, fall back into these emotional states where, man, we fall back into primitive states, right? 
we fall back into survival instincts, you know, protection. We want to protect ourselves, protect our heart, protect our offspring. I mean, that's animalistic. And it serves us. Because as a species, it's the fittest, survival of the fittest. It's helped, it's helped us to evolve to where we are today. But many times we do that in an inappropriate way and it affects our thinking. It affects the blood coming to the front brain and the neocortex. You can come up with a solution to the problem because you're stuck in the back brain, back stuff. Like this, you're in the matrix. Remember Neo had a cartridge, right? Had a cartridge back here. And the cartridge determined all his actions and everything that he did and everything that he didn't do. Like everything was pre-programmed. Like our life right now, everything's pre-programmed. We've got a cartridge that's been put in there from our, our past, our experiences, our... Um, our environment, our, our, our family, our conditioning. Well, we chose that. We chose that experience. But why was Neo called Neo? You know? Neo was the one. Because he, he used the, the front brain to override the programming of the past, the cartridge. He was able to bend time, bend himself, overcome past programming. I think this is what evolution is. Evolution and transformation is you overcoming past programming. And you know you're overcoming past programming because of the different things you start to attract in your life and how things change for you within your physical body and the healing that you go through. You know, we, we've got Ben on the call here tonight and I want some of you, some of you don't know who Ben is, just reach out to him. He's got an awesome story about the journey he went on to heal. And they're the stories that inspire not only me, but a lot of people to know that when you do the work, you get the results. But see, here's the thing, right? We're going to be talking about that later on. People think, well, I know this. I don't need to do the work. Or they just do it once. And because they do it once, well, they don't get those consistent results. Maybe, well, they've got this air of confidence. They overestimate their ability. You know, there is an effect in psychology called the Dunning-Kruger effect. <laughs> You've got to check that one out. And the Dunning-Kruger effect says that the people actually know the least tend to be the most confident. Interesting, hey? And they overestimate their competency. And they think they can get something done, but really they don't have the skill set yet. And the fun thing is, the more competent you can become, even in psychology, there's a competent confidence loop. The more competent you become and the more you learn and the more you grow, the more you realize you don't know. And when you're open to that unknown and you don't know, suddenly you fall into, oh my God, do I really know anything? And you fall into this imposter syndrome because the opposite of the Dunning-Kruger effect is the imposter syndrome. Give me an imposter any day to someone who says they've got this. Who thinks they have when they don't. You know those people, right? Maybe they've done a program. They've done a one-day program or a three-day program or a five-day program. They come out of it and they go, oh, yeah, we can heal the world. I'm not saying you can't. But they stop doing the work. If you continue doing the work, you continue to grow. But if you stop doing the work, well, you stop to grow. You either grow or you die. So that jagged edge, let's get back to that because I'm starting to have 7,000 conversations with myself again, but this is what this podcast is about, right? I've gone on a time constraint. So 
Anger and frustration is that jagged edge. You know, sympathetic nervous system activated. When you're in a deep state of grace, gratitude, acceptance, love, they've mapped that. And when you look at that graph, it's a smooth up and down line. And that can change instantly the moment you let go of that anger and frustration. Your physiology changes. You go from a sympathetic nervous system to a parasympathetic nervous system is activated. So you start activating the healing process within the body. You release DHEA hormones, which is anti-aging and healing for you. Who'd love to have those hormones? Pharmacy of mastery, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins, flooding through your, not only in your mind, but in your whole body, the whole day. Be great. Stuff happens though. Self-regulation is the key. If you catch yourself in the stuff, this is what emotional intelligence is, right? The first step is awareness, self-regulation, self-awareness, that something's going on. Then making a decision to apply a tool to regulate what's going on in your body whether it's mindfulness and breath work. Maybe a reframe, saying an incantation to yourself. Maybe taking a step back and looking at things from a different perspective. All these things are tools that obviously we share in all our different programs. Even tapping, tapping to clear the energetic shift or the, the blueprint that has been affected by you know, these thought forms. So healing starts in the heart, guys. So if we want to transform, we need to start working with ourselves. We need to start looking in the mirror and start working with healing here. And how does that, or how do you start that? What are the steps for that? So I want to share with you four steps. You know, I've got some notes on, on the table here to share, make sure I've got a run sheet and cover everything I need to, right? So what are the, the four steps or the four truths to building self-love? And we sort of touched on the first one. We talked about the Dunning-Kruger effect or the, or the imposter syndrome. And the first one, number one, I want you to write this down, guys. If you're taking notes, run, number one, what are the four things that you need to focus on in order to build your acceptance of self, love of self, to, to grow this muscle? It's a heart muscle. Like you go to the gym, and if you go to the gym, you need, you need to work your body and work your muscles to build those muscles. And it's not like doing 10 reps, easy reps. I mean, you might maintain your muscle there. If you don't go to the gym, you won't have any muscle at all. right? But to build muscle, you need to push yourself to the limit and then go further. You need to be completely spent. You need to basically tear the muscle to build the muscle up. So if you want to build your heart, you need to tear your heart down to build it up. I mean, you know the metaphor of a bone, right? See, when a bone breaks and it heals... The part where it heals is actually a stronger part of the bone. Now, once you think about that with your heart, Rumi said it best, allow your heart to break over and over and over and over and over again until it remains open. And the only way it can remain open is because you built the strength in your heart in order to be loved to give love, to share love, and more importantly, receive love. And receive it because 
you're able to love yourself. Am I making any sense, guys? If I'm making any sense, if I'm touching your nerves, let me just see, let me see some, some love. I don't know what's happening on Facebook. Just give me some love hearts or do whatever is it you need to do. So I know that we're actually getting a message across here. And so the first step, guys, you need to honor your specialness. Number one, honor you. Honor what makes you special. We get caught up sometimes being overconfident. Dunning's Kruger effect, and that's hubris, right? I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing. Just check in. Continue to do the work. We'll talk about the four keys of maintaining and uh, ensuring that you build a life of strength and, and, and resilience at the end. We've got four steps, the four truths to building self-love and the four keys to build uh, a life of strength and resilience. So we're going to be sharing you eight things today for the next 20 minutes or so. So honor your specialists. We all got this craziness about us, right? You know, if people are looking at you and you say, you're, you're, you're crazy, man, well, welcome that. It's the crazy ones that change the planet. What makes you unique? What's your individual unique selling proposition? How do you sell yourself to the world? Not that this is a marketing course or we're selling anything, but you understand what I mean. How do you make impact? How do you influence? How do you help people to rise up? How do you become the wind underneath their wings? encouraging them to grow and become all they can be because i think when you think about what's your purpose in life i think as a we're here on this planet as a soul and a spirit and we exist in this physical form because we're here to have it on a on a journey and I, I mentioned last week the movie from robin williams what dreams may come you need to watch that movie you can understand some of the concepts that we're talking about and you know whenever you watch it you're watching it at the right time and you relate to something in your life and to people in your life and it'll help you make certain decisions because all this that we do everything that we share is to remember to help you discover the decisions that you need to make in order to start moving your life forward to bring more love into your life now you be, could be making decisions in your life to move forward but i want you to ask the question the decisions that you're making to move forward are they bringing more love in your life are they bringing more joy in your life are they bringing more happiness in your life because if they're not, if they're bringing more certainty in your life, the chances are not bringing love. If they're bringing more security, the chances are they're not bringing happiness. They're bringing more significance because we know in terms of human needs, you know, certainty and significance are the, well, are the key to actually people disconnecting from others and from what's important to themselves. I know it's a huge generalization. It's what Tony Robbins says. So it's an extended quote. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> You may understand it. I, I get that. I mean, certainty, where do you get certainty from? From yourself. When you can be certain about what you're able to do in uncertainty, man, that's certainty. When you can look in the mirror and understand who you are and be comfortable with your heart and love yourself, well, that's significance. The only person that you need to be significant to is yourself. The only person that you're competing with is yourself, the person you were yesterday. But see... Honor your specialness. Many times we judge ourselves down, don't we? By judging other people up. We think we can never do that. So we beat ourselves up. We beat ourselves up. And we create all this negative self-talk and, and we create all this negative stack of things that all the negative, 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 negative over here. And you know, we beat ourselves up because we ended up doing the same thing over and over and over. And you know, we don't beat ourselves up because of what we did. We're beating ourselves up because we did it again. 
Well, how much pain do you need to experience in order for you to change now and learn the lesson? Because all you need to do is drop it, let it go, accept it. Let go of the expectation. Trade your expectations for appreciation, says Tony Robbins. And when you start appreciating the moment, have no expectations, just be in the flow, enjoy it, man. Why do we have to make it something? We get caught in our head, we haven't think things. I know that. I'm a thinker. That's why number three, when we get there, is an important thing to focus on daily. So number one, guys, honor your specialness. Create your own incantation in the morning when you get up, look in the mirror. Say, look in the mirror and say, I'm powerful. I love myself. I love you. Your heart stuff. Uh, whatever it is that you do. Give yourself a kiss. Be grateful that you exist. You've got two arms. You've got two legs. Or whatever faculty you have, you have. Because I'm sure there's people on the planet that have less. All right? So number one, honor your specialness. Never, ever, 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 ever judge yourself down by judging other people up. You know, there's a saying, right, don't walk in front of me. I may not follow. Don't walk behind me. I may not lead. Walk, behind, uh, walk beside me and be with me. Be my friend. Be my spiritual friend. Be my connection. Be the wind under each other's wings to encourage each other to grow. Now, some of you, I'm sure you may have those connections in your life, those friends, or could be the person that you're having a relationship with, and that's awesome. Man, again, I'm talking about, you gotta get to speak to Ben. Ben and Chris's story is an awesome story, and I encourage all of you to connect with him, get his book, and um, he has a great story there. Really excited that you're on the podcast and listening in, Ben, thank you so much. so that's number one. Number one, honor your specialist. Number two, do hard things daily, guys. Do the things which are the hardest in the beginning. You know, eat, eat your broccoli first. So, you know, when we tell our kids, you know, you've got to eat your vegetables. Well, eat the broccoli first and leave your favorite to last so you can enjoy the rest of your meal. So Brian Tracy, he's got a, a training in a book called Eat That Frog. And if you want to get more performance in your life, in your business, and I suppose in any area in your life, Eat that frog means do the very thing which is the most challenging thing that you need to do first in the day. Get it out of the way. Rip that band-aid off if you have a band-aid. When you get that out of the way, then the rest of the day is going to be better. So you set yourself up for a better experience of the day by ripping off that or doing that thing that is the most challenging. But most of us put off that challenging thing. We put off that challenging thing. We put off that challenging thing. And we'll do it later, we'll do it later. And you know, we get to the end of the day, we don't get it done. I think, oh shit, didn't do what I need to do. Unproductive day. You'll be more productive, not only in your business, in your career, but in your life, with your relationships. Have that conversation you need to. Get it out of the way. The rest of the day is going to be best. Have a conversation with your child, with your partner, with your friends. What about your health and wellness? How do you work out in the morning? Go that extra rep. You know, I did a session this morning with my, 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 my friend and 
well, how can I, I've got no words to uh, describe Dan, I know Donatello, you're on here, brother. And, you know, we had uh, a session this morning in the gym and boy, did we push ourselves. And then we went again. Well, this is the moment, right? So we got it away in the morning. Got out of the way in the morning and we had a great day. And the stage, they're still going, right? So do hard things daily. So number one, honor your specialness. Number two, do hard things daily, guys. Get them out of the way. Because when you do hard things daily, you train your neurology to be able to do the things that you thought you couldn't do. When you do the things which are uncomfortable earlier, you're going to have a more comfortable day later. Do the things which are uncomfortable in your life, you'll have a more comfortable life later. The people who do the things which are comfortable earlier live an uncomfortable life later. So my question to you is, do you want to live a comfortable life or an uncomfortable life? It all depends what you choose to do. So do hard things daily and do them first. Number three, go to the woods. And what I mean by that is, maybe it's pertinent that we're here in the Southern Hemisphere in Australia and Sydney, and we're just getting into winter hibernation time so when do you go and hibernate now, it might be a seasonal thing for you or is it something you do every morning go to the woods go for a walk reconnect with nature get that thinking that overthinking that you have you know stop it exercise some mindfulness and i'll give you some ideas here some you know some people challenge me and tell me give me some idea to do some things that i do i go for a walk every morning on the esplanade right Take it for an hour, an hour and a half. Listen to my podcasts. Or sometimes I just catch the, the rays or sit on a seat or on the edge of the beach and watch the sun rise. Basically every morning I've been here seven months in this apartment. And whether the sun's rising or not, it's still rising. The cloud might be there, but behind the cloud is the sun. The sun's always there, whether it's cloudy or not. So I connect with nature. But the other day, a friend said, you know what? Why don't you just take your shoes off? It's a good idea, isn't it? Let me just put my uh, charger in my, in, my, in my computer. Just notice I haven't got it off. Here we go. I'll be back. Might get a little red flag came up. Eh? See, that's what a red flag's for. A little red flag came up on the computer. If you don't pay attention to this, you're going to fizz out. How many of us... We have all these red flags popping up in our car, maybe, red buttons, red flags in our life, and we ignore them, and we crash. Anyway, so the other day, all right, so I went for a walk, I did a night walk the other day, and it's quite chilly outside, but you know what? I took the shoes off and just walked on sand and walked in the water. Not on water, that's a different workshop, right? And just stayed there and you felt the energy of the earth, the frequency to just come through your soles of your feet, rising up through to your hips, your solar plexus, into your heart and just expanding your whole body and just vibrating out. And that moment you're connected with one. Oneness, as Dean said. So, go to the woods. 
take your shoes off, walk on the grass, hug a tree, lie on the grass and look at the, the sky above. Connect with nature. Because once you connect with nature, you're able to free your mind of all that clutter, guys. And I guarantee, if you've got a problem, you've got a challenge, you've got something which is bothering you, just go to the woods. And there's a moment when you connect, you'll get so much clarity, you'll come up with a solution. I get so many solutions, and my man, all these things would challenge me. I go for the walk and come back, and I get on the phone with people, and go, man, bang, 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 all these things are coming through. Because you reconnected and got some sort of clarity. And that creates a high vibe, and you're moving for the day, get that frog out of the way, and you're moving for the day, day in, 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 a, in a better way. Number three, uh, that's number three. Number four, guys. So we're talking about what are the four things for you to actually build this heart muscle, right? Well, break it so when it heals, it becomes back stronger, right? Allow yourself to be broken so you can build your strength. Honor your specialness. Self-love, gratitude. Look in the mirror. Be grateful for who you are. Do hard things daily. Go to the woods. These are things which are part of the soul cycle. Right? It builds your heart. And the last thing, the one that feeds your heart the most, guys, is help more people. I mean, we're on this planet, I think, as a spirit and a soul, not in to evolve ourselves, but once we get that, that we're here to evolve and grow, then we realize that our mission is to actually help others do the same. So the two reasons why I exist, and I think most of us exist, if not all of us exist right now, is to evolve and help others evolve. I want you to think about that. Is to evolve and help others evolve. So what's stopping your evolution right now? What thought, what belief, what emotion, what expectation of life or someone is stopping your evolution. Because when you let that go, things change. Like my mama says, mama says all the time, things change, Arthur. <laughs> it's a running joke I have with my mum and my brother. That's true. Things change. Help more people, guys. Nothing feeds your soul more than knowing that your existence, what you did right there in that moment, helps someone to rise up. I had a number of conversations with people over the, during the week who just reached out. And we're all going through stuff, right? We're all going, we don't know what people are going through. And just through a conversation, be able to get them to connect to possibility, to, to a better future, and then starting to think differently. I think this is what we're here for. We're here to help people make that transition and make that decision from their present state here to their desired state over here. Right? They have to make a decision to do that. Help more people. Go and get a coffee tomorrow or a tea, whatever it is that you drink, and just pay an extra $10 and take to the, the, the cafe tenant. That $10 is for the person who comes up next to have a coffee. You don't need to tell them it's from me. Just tell them it was... Uh, it just came out of the sky for you. Now, that cafe tenant is going to be pretty excited to share the news with the next person. So they're feeling great. They're sharing the news with the next person. That next person gets a free coffee. They go, oh, my God. Wow, things are coming to me. I'm manifesting stuff. They're excited. What's the next conversation going to be like with the best person they meet? And so suddenly there's a ripple effect of positivity, of change, of love and compassion, simply because you decided to invest, not just in a cup of coffee for someone else, guys. You decided to invest in the human spirit. You decided to invest in humanity. You decided to put some time, energy, and resources, being money, 
into adding value. And that created a ripple effect. Now, if we all did that, what's tomorrow going to be like? So that's my challenge to you guys. All right? So they're the four things, the four truths to build self-love. Honor your specialness, do hard things daily, go to the woods, and obviously help more people. Now, it's going to be the podcast, but I got this book the other day, and I have to share it with you. Because I was reading it, I thought, you know, the Kindle version, I'm going to get, I'm going to get the, the, the book as well. It came today, and it's this book here. The Five Archetypes. It's based on the five elements and Chinese medicine. It's bloody awesome. And there's a page here that talks about growth and evolution. And I love what it says because, you know, what's the solution to growth? The solution to growth is actually doing more work. But there's a problem, right? I'm going to read from the book. It says, unless the person was suffering a lot, more work usually equals to, no thanks, it's not for me. I don't have a problem. Unless someone has a problem, they're looking for a solution, no one's doing the work. Hubris. They think they've got this. Dunning-Kruger effect. It seemed that the only complete and effective way for people to live a life of strength and a life of resilience was to believe and do the following four things. So if you want to build a life of strength, a life of resilience, well... These four things, are they part of your rituals? Are they part of your virtues? Are they part of your values? Are they part of your vision in terms of how you want to live life? And the first one, guys, is you've got to give a darn. You've got to give a crap. You've got to care. Not just care for humanity and for the other person. Oh, I don't care what they say. It's crap. I don't care what people say to me. Bullshit, you don't care. Of course you care about people, what you're saying. But watch, watch your words because words are frequency. Because I know you care about people. If, I, if you say, I don't care what people say, you're saying you're not caring about their opinion. I think what you're really saying is, people's opinions I respect, I understand, and I agree that's what they think, but I choose not to allow them to affect me if I don't agree with them, and that's okay. But you want to honour their opinions the same way you want your opinion to be honoured. So you've got to give a damn, a damn of other people. You've got to care. You've got to care. You've got to care about doing the work for yourself, guys. How many people do you know aren't doing the work? So you've got to care about doing the work. You've got to commit to doing the work and do it on a regular basis. Five more minutes, guys, before we finish up. Five, we'll finish in by 7.50, definitely. Number two. So number one, you've got to give it done. Number two, you've got to show up and do the work daily, guys. Not just once. Oh, I've done that. I know that. You know these people, like you'll go, you'll go out to a dinner or you catch up with your family, you catch up with friends and someone starts talking about a topic and they're, they're the expert, right? But then you have a look at their life and the results and they're really the expert. You know, Bob Proctor said it well. Have a look at your results. It tells me the truth about your life. You can't run away from your results. So if you're talking spiritual talk, if you're talking evolution, if you're talking I can heal people, if you're talking you've got the secret, you've got the key and your life is still crap, Well, are you putting that stuff in place yourself? Or do you think you've learnt it and you've stopped learning? You did the work once. So maybe, just maybe, we have to look at being consistent with our work. That's the key, right? Consistency. What do you do every day? What do you do every morning? What do you do every night? In order for you to be able to move that needle. Right? Just looking at some... 
some comments. Melissa Miller's here. Jenny Curtis here. Thanks. Magdalena's putting some stuff up here. Thanks, mate. Yeah, appreciate your comments. So show up every day and do the work, guys. Number three. I suppose my biggest lesson over the last 30 years being in this field. Release your need to be right. Think about that. Release your need to be right. The only reason you have an argument with anyone is because you're not letting go of the need to be right. Your expectations aren't being met. You're not trading your expectations for appreciations. Like, hold on, things aren't working out the way I want them to work out. Where's that coming from? Release your need to be right. I'm going to read this out. Open up to the idea that you can learn from everyone and anything in your environment, guys. We never stop growing. So if you hop on your high horse again and you think, well, you know what? There's nothing else to learn. You know this. We'll have a look at your results. It tells us the truth about your life. Bob Proctor. And the last one, guys, think with your heart. Now, your heart's not necessarily intuition. People say, think with your gut. Your gut's not necessarily intuition. I'm just getting you to think about things. We know there's a gut-brain connection. So potentially, your gut is almost like a, well, gut is almost like you're giving some sort of logical intuition. See, the problem with intuition is, I saw this movie once, and the actor said, it was an FBI agent, says, I don't mind people say intuition, but the problem with intuition is this. As soon as people say, this is my intuition, we have a cognitive bias. We start to look for facts to validate our intuition because, oh my God, is your intuition ever wrong? Can it be wrong? Because if your intuition was wrong, would it be intuition? So the moment you call it intuition, you've set yourself up a cognitive bias to find the things to validate your intuition. So you've already made a decision. And you're just blaming it, or not blaming it, you're pointing the finger was your intuition. Because it's safer to you say, it came from there as opposed to you know it came from me. Because if it really came from you in your spirit, your spirit would say, lean into the stretch. Lean into the pain, lean into the suffering, because that's where your greatest growth is. You need to get into the middle of this thing in order for you to grow, grow not run away from this thing. That's my thought. You don't have to agree with it or not agree with it now. So think with your heart, guys. Allow your heart to be broken over and over and over and over again so you can heal and remain open. And it remains open because when it heals, where it's healed is much stronger than it's ever been before. So if you're avoiding that, you're avoiding building the heart muscle. You're avoiding building, I don't know, your health muscle in your area in your life. You're avoiding building the relationship muscle. You're avoiding building the financial muscle. You're avoiding building all, think of all the areas in your life. You need to build them. You need to work them out. And to work them out, you need to get to the limit to actually break down that area to build it up. So if you, you know this. We're talking about evolution and growth. Your next level of evolution demands a next level of yourself. You're not going to get to where you want to go being the person that you are today. So in order for you to get to where you want to go, you need to become someone else. And that's the destination. That's the goal. Are you ready is the question. So the four things, guys, 
in order for you to build a life of strength and a life of resi- uh, resilience, man, you've got to give it done. You've got to give it done of growth, of personal growth, you got of, of the, the inner work, the journey, doing the work. You've got to want to do the work. You've got to give a shit about it. Number two, you've got to do it consistently. You've got to do it regularly. Not do it once and I've done this. No more growth. I'm not going to invest myself anymore. Oh, I've done that workshop. Are you crazy? Well, then just my point of view. I think you're crazy if you don't continue to grow. That's just my thought. I don't know what a life would be like to not grow. There's always something to learn. And that's give up your need to be right. Number three, you can always grow. You know, Robin Sharma says it best. When you walk in a room, be the most humblest person in the room. White belt mentality. And number four, guys, think with your heart. And you only do that when you allow your heart to be open. And only remains open if you allow it to be broken over and over and over again. So I want to thank you for being on this podcast. We've gone 45 minutes. We've done well today. I want to thank all. I just see if there's any last comments, people want to give us any comments, give us some comments or any feedback as we wrap up. Um, you know, as we said, our, our job is we're going to be committing to come to you regularly on the Sunday nights, 7 o'clock, sometimes 8 o'clock, just depending on whether we've got some training, whatever the case is, but you'll know in advance. We'll advertise it here in our group, the Personal Evolution um, and coaching community, uh, how we evolve from the inside out. Because if you want to evolve, the results in your in your health, your career, your relationships, your financial side, your spiritual side, all starts from the inside out. It starts with you doing the inner work to create that congruency and that balance order for you to evolve, guys. All right? Thanks, Dino. We've got a lot of thanks coming up from different people. Thank you, guys. And so we'll be coming to you every Sunday night. And you know we have some masterclasses that we put in this group on Wednesday night. So stay tuned. Uh, invite your friends uh, just share this podcast with three people if you got something out of it tonight then the best way for you to integrate the learnings write down the notes and think about tomorrow how you can integrate some of these learnings that you got here today into your daily activities of tomorrow and share with three people call three of your friends and say hey this is the three of your friends and this is what I found out today you know, maybe stuff that you heard before but you perceived it from a different perspective and share with them your awarenesses and share with them your commitments to integrate them and to do things differently tomorrow and when you do that, you put that in your in neurology. You actually create the change within your body. And that's my wish for you guys. Share that with, uh, with people. Uh, I want to thank you. Let's give you a horn. That's the end of the podcast. All right. So, uh, uh, clapping. Guys, we'll see you next Sunday on this podcast unless we have a masterclass. And we'll let you know. Join us in the group and just participate. Uh, a lot of the team, the crew that we've got there, Dean and Magdalena and everyone else that's part of the MBX, they, they put some posts there so we can create some sort of activity. Just uh, connect and reach out. If you want to have a conversation with us, reach out. We're here to support you. Have a great night, guys. Cheers.